Where are we at today? Blackiana, where are we at today? We're at the K-Day Studios. Hey. What's up, Panther? It's your boy ODM, man. One half a lot of shade of Brian, your daddy's favorite rapper, your mama's favorite DJ. Come on. <laughs> Crystal Perez, a.k.a. CP3, a.k.a. La Blockiana. Hey! Who's over, there? Who's over there in the switches? You guys already know what it is. It's a tortanator, the one and only, your favorite torta that does it better. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Blockout Podcast. As, as she mentioned, La Blockiana, we are here in the Burbank Studios. And Kate, I said, you know what, man? Cece, we don't need you to come to us. We don't go to you. Hey, so, yes. uh, with that being said, today's guest, you already know, man. She's a West Coast radio icon, born and raised in SoCal, working in uh, from radio from L.A. radio to uh, I.E. Las Vegas, back yeah. to the place she calls home, L.A. She's not only been an asset on air, but transcending her enormous love and energy into her community and family, making her way into her new time slot, hey. 3 to 7 yeah. p.m. in the afternoon ride on the one and only world-famous 93.5K. Day. Ladies and gentlemen, it's our pleasure to welcome to the Blockout Podcast, Cecilia Valencia, a.k.a. CC the Mama. Hey now, let's go. Yes. First of all, shout out to you for that intro. I was on, feeling man. that right there. Man, from the heart. Fire. Yeah, no, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm just <laughs> happy to be on this podcast. And you guys are like, it's just like chilling with family. Yes. <laughs> like literally. Yes. Well, we go back. You know, I already know that, yes. man. So at this point, we're just going to turn our mics off and let you do your thing. because. <laughs> <laughs> we want to see you in your environment. No, actually, we just got here about, about an hour and a half ago. Huh? We actually saw her finishing up her, her shift here. And He's being modest. We actually played like a whole ODM, like Lottie Shutter Brown said on K-Day. mega mix. Yeah, it was like a mega mix right now when he walked in. We were like, okay, we're about to go ahead and roll out the red carpet and show him his roses. Come on, man. Shout yeah. out to DJ. Is it Red One? Yeah, DJ Red from L.A. Red yes. From LA. DJ Red, what's up? I told him, I said, bro, you gave me some gas money, man. I could name all that songs you just played, the, di the digital the royalties are going in my tank, and I'm heading straight back. I can go to TJ at the Quantum with the, on that gas tank. And he wasn't saying? playing. He stuck around for his picture with ODM. He was yeah. like, I need a picture with ODM. That's what's up. Yeah. Man, appreciate you, uh, girl, because I know you a busy body. Like I said, if you're not on air, you off air in the streets. And, yes. and, and uh, not like that, but, you know, in yeah. the community. I'm not, for, I'm not for the streets, but I'm low-key for the streets, yeah. but not really for the streets. So I'm just saying that. She's repping for the streets. She's there not you go. on the streets. Yeah, I rep for them, though. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And this month, man, as you already know, is Women's History Month. I and love it. I, I know that just, I know y'all just been going ham. So shout out to the ladies, man. Always empowering Ooh. the ladies. Shout okay. out to you, Crystal. Yeah. yeah. I got you, baby. Yes. Come on. Let's Crystal go. was so excited. I told her, man, we're going to go. I go, I'm bringing, I'm, I'm interviewing Cece, man. I'm bringing you with me. She's all, let's fucking do this. <laughs> yeah, man. let's go. That's how we do it. Yep. So what we want to do real quick is uh, normally on Mondays, we like to just do the weekend re recap, talk about okay. what, you know, what we had go going on. So, uh, Crystal, I mean, let's start with you. What, what was your weekend like? Girl? I was DJing all weekend at the Honda Center. Shouts out. We, hey! Yeah. Hit a, a little alternative set for the Greta Van Fleet and then uh, Ducks game. Here okay, that's right. That's so right. you doing a little rock. Now, now do, you, do, do you do a little rock set in between or how does that work? Or what, what do you play in terms of? For, well, for like a Ducks game, it's all over the place. It's pop, it's rock, it's uh, hip hop, yeah, you know, yeah. throwbacks, disco. I get it. I, I, I let it all loose. That's right. I family love that. Family, a woman family. of many talents. Yes. What are you playing for the ladies of the of OC, like the the, the soccer mom from, Lagoon, from Lagoon? Yeah, I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
easy car, easy car for the ladies now. I, that's what's up, man. So you got, you know, actually, uh, Friday I uh, um, chilled a little bit. I had a sweet 16 that I performed at. Uh, what? You know DJ Kazell? Shout yes. out to Kazell, man. Out, oh, my God. First of all, let me just go ahead and take this moment to say, Kazell, you're one of the best DJs, and I tell him this all the time Sick. when I see him. DJ Kazell is one of the best DJs out here yes. in Southern California. And he Legit. gets so hype. His energy is so dope, yes. man, on the table. His music well. selection is so amazing. Killing it. So it was his daughter's sweet 16 birthday. So shout out to Ariana. Happy birthday. Yes. And and do you have the clip ready, bro? Because uh, guess what he, man. So he was there doing the father-daughter dance. And afterwards he goes, baby, come outside. Uh-oh. Man, it was like that whole Sweet yeah. 16 MTV. MTV. Yeah, you know super sweet saying? outside, and the daughter's yeah, like, what's awesome. going on? You know what's what going saying? on? Yes. So right here, we rolling. Where we at right now, Danny? Oh, right there, so you guys can see it. We rolling up. Yeah, they made it outside, yeah? <laughs> yeah, they're, okay. they're walking out right now. So, man, tell me that they didn't pull up into a white, like, brand-new BMW, man. Yeah. I was like, what? You doing it like that, Cazelle? Like, you know what I'm saying? He's like, hey, introduce my baby. Girl. I, I love said, that. I should, yes. Man. 16, man, yes. that ain't my first okay. card. I was like 18, 19, and that was our first TJ Knight's record. Oh, yes. Right? And it was a Fiero. <laughs> and it's, it's crucial to have the bow on the whip, yeah. you know, when you when you do that. You it's already just, know. Oh, that's awesome, man. Wow. What an amazing dad. I thought that was super dope, man. So then after that, it was like two places. I left that Sweet 16, performed there, went over to my tia's, man. Uh, she turned 80. Shout out to my tia Lupe. You performed there too? Nah, man. Oh, they you should have. Should put Latin active for the tia, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Girl, I don't, yeah, come on, we got to get up and move. You know, maybe that would have got <laughs> yeah, her up, but she was still. sitting by the yeah. fire the whole night. But I was like, you know what? This family seen me perform one too many times. This is my I family. You know, they're probably just sick of me. Like, you man, get off the mic, Robert. Come over here and dance. So, but shout out to Danny Boy. He actually DJed it too as well. What? So, come on. Yeah, yeah, it was dope. And man. you know what? Uh, Danny Boy, DJ Danny Boy is one of the best DJs in Southern California. <laughs> He's so amazing. Yeah, we love him. He's been doing it forever in a day. Yes, ma'am. Yes, six years. Going on six come years. On, so. Yes, no, we gotta salute you. Six years, full time, man. Straight up. So I started demand. doing radio in 2018. And he scares yeah, me. <laughs> Why? Why? I don't he's know. down here like this. Yes. Yeah, like, I'm just. Dark. Nah. <laughs> it's because I'm doing the whole production shit. So, yeah. You know, I'm trying to do three or four different jobs at the same time. You're trying to sound sexy yeah. right so, now, Zach. That's what he's trying to do. <laughs> I'm in, welcome back yeah. to the blockhouse. Yeah. Calm down on your road, Pod Michael, over there, homie. <laughs> no, but he, he really kills it, man. No, we both dope. started Twitches, actually. Uh, last night, we had a Sunday fun day at the crib. And, uh, man, after going six, you know, I was like six hours last night. This guy pulls up at midnight with freaking Del Taco Man burritos and all that. Oh, my God, shit. yes. And Their French like, fries are the best. To the rescue, yes. right? Crinkle cut. Crinkle mm -hmm. cut. Baby. So cut. shout out to you for that, my G, man, yeah, for yeah. sure. And then he just left and went to the gym at 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. This guy goes, yeah, we went. We went. Are you serious or are you lying? Yeah. No, I'm serious. We you been... literally went to the gym after that? I put that on my 10-month-old son. Oh, how cute. Yeah. What's your baby's name? Josiah Daniel. Oh, Josiah. Yeah. Cute. Handsome little boy. Is this your first? Yeah. First one. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Like, when you saw your son, was it instantly like you felt like you were a dad? Or did the word dad uh, had to grow I, on you? I think it was just more like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, like he's here, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like he's here, Other so. things grow on you when you when you become a new dad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, they, well, they say you know when your wife's pregnant, y'all just eating. You know what I'm right. saying? And yep. then I know I gained a gang but, of But when you're first born, did you instantly feel like I? You feel dad, or was it like over a period of time? You're like, oh, bro, I'm a dad. Like, did it soak in? Yeah. I, you know, that's a great question, man. I, I think I, I knew it right when I when I cut the umbilical cord. Mm. 
Mm. It was a wrap for sure. That's beautiful. Yeah, I think for me too. Like just you know, I hang out with older people, so like with you know being around him. What are you trying to say? We're not old. I hang out with adults. I hang out with adults. You know, parents, parents, parents. So you know, just seeing that and and the way they are. Being as a parent, you know, and, and and I just take notes of that. And, and he's a loving father for dope. sure, man. That's he posts. Congratulations, it's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, thank you, thank yeah. you. He's texting me like, like you know, hey guys, I'm gonna be a little late. I got a little mijo here, and then everything comes with a picture. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, he's Talk to my manager. Like, ah, okay. Talk to okay. my manager. <laughs> Look, guys, I go, bro, we get it. You ain't lying, like you know yeah. what I'm saying. But we, he's a handsome little boy. I think he just had his first haircut too, right? Yeah, but he had his first, second haircut last okay. week. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like Josiah should have been here. We're talking yeah. about Josiah the whole time. <laughs> yeah, he's a star. Him, yeah. Oh, my God, your yeah. son is cute. Get it yeah. from his mama. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> he yeah. is so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so no, he, he's so cute in real life, too. Yeah, so it's, it's just a blessing, you know, Just and then I learn a lot myself about myself, too. So sure. You know, being a parent. Um I just yeah. I'm not I'm not a parent so I don't know so I'm fascinated sometimes with the way that Oh my god it just totally changes your world. Yeah. The people would tell me all the time cuz you know I wait till I was 40 to have kids, you know what I'm saying? But once I finally did, you feel like that's my purpose now. Mm -hmm. Now I know why I'm here after all these years of doing what I do, laying a foundation down. I feel like that was perfect though. Like you were able like you have like such a legacy, you know what I mean? And you were creating it and and really fostering it and then now it's like I got to do that, I got to enjoy it. Now I get to enjoy being a dad like that. Yeah. It's just a blessing that a lot of people don't get to experience. Absolutely, you know? 100 percent. And yeah. I tell you, man, you know, the older they get, though, I mean, but you know what? It's worth it. They, they just get crazy, is what I'm. Yeah. I got a little boy and a little girl, seven year old and two year old. And they oh. just, you know, but uh, naturally, it's, I love it. It's it's a place to come, come home, and and you know, you got a full house, and I love that. And shout out to my wifey too. So you know, you know what it is. Yes. Cece the Mama Cita in the building right now. What's your weekend like, girl? Um, you know what? On Saturday, I actually went and uh, I spoke at the South LA uh, South. Southeast LA Women's Conference. There I it is. Saw I, that. It right. I saw that. Yeah, so it was just a, a bunch of women that are, you know, about empowering themselves for, you know, Women's History Month. And we spoke to a lot of young kids there. And it was awesome. I actually spoke, and there was a young little girl. And I remember when I was speaking during giving my speech, I saw her out of the corner of my eye, and she was bawling. And I think my story just touched her because as soon as I was done, she literally ran to me and yeah. hugged me. And she said, Cece, I think God sent you to me. Yes, she did. Yes. Yep. Yep. And, and it was it was beautiful. And it was just, I, I was speaking about, you know, growing up and, and, and how I grew up and the struggle and, and losing my father. And, and, and she had just lost her daddy. Mm. So that was it. And she was just like, I just miss my daddy, Cece. And yeah. it just, oh, it, I needed to be there. I yeah. needed to be there. And it was meant for us to be there. And, you know, she Shout out to Jessany. That's her name. And she's an amazing little girl. I met another uh, young Latina that actually is uh, 12 years old there. And she wrote a book. Wow. Mm. And she came to bring me her book. And it's on Amazon. And it's just, I'm just so proud of our, our future and our culture. And, 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 you know, the young kids just making their way. And it's people like us that got to take the younger people and help them become better people. Yes. You got to pass them jewels yes. down, man. Absolutely. And I agree. Wow. Well, that's dope. You know your place, obviously. And, and, you know, you have a history of yourself, you know, story, background story. I obviously yeah. uh, did some research, you know, out of Compton, straight out. Mama was from Compton, hey, right? Mama, I have a picture of my, and I, I just got awarded last year from uh latinos uh it's latinos in arts and motion pictures they awarded me for a community event and we took a picture and i'm like oh my god and they're like what i'm like look at this picture my mom's throwing up compton 
was like, oh my God, mom. Gangster. Yes. Didn't, didn't uh, Death Row come out and meet yes. y'all one? Then your mama yes. said something about Compton yes. or something? So the, I did a, um, a food drive for street vendors last year, <laughs> and I wanted to do something special for our street vendors because I was just so sick and tired of seeing them get robbed and beat up on Instagram. And so I said, you know what, this year I'm going to do a food drive only for street vendors, though. Mm. So I did something, and believe it or not, Death Row was the first, the first people to come and bring me a check wow. and say, here you go, Cece. And don't And a chain, it. too. I'll see yeah, and a that. chain. <laughs> yeah, and just not forget the chain. Show, show yeah. the chain. But they came to the food drive, you know, just to come see it and experience it. And I was like, oh, I want to introduce you to my mom. And so I was like, you know, this is my mom. Um, you know, this is Rita. And she was like, the queen from the CPT. And I was like, ah. She didn't snap her fingers, did she? She might as no, well. No, but one. I just looked at her, and, I, and, they, and it's so funny because the guys were like, it's your mama. And I was like, yeah. I was like, she loves it, though. She reps, and yeah, my family's from Compton. We yeah. moved around a lot. So I lived a little bit of everywhere, and then we settled in the IE, and that's where we had met, and I was working at Wild 96, and I started doing radio. But it was a come up from there. It was Everything was a hustle, man, and it still is a hustle. But hold I mean, on. One thing I want to like point out is yeah. that you actually come from like the struggles of living in an RV or something like that. I lived right? in a trailer in Watts. So by the time I graduated uh, high school, 12th grade, me and my mom sat down and actually counted all my schools. I went to 13 different schools. Oh my God. So every year we, I went to a different school because we were just basically trying to stay with whoever could house us. You know, my parents were divorcing. Um, my mom didn't have a, college, uh, a high school degree. So we were just trying to stay with whoever. And at that particular moment, we stood with my aunt, and she had a trailer, but it wasn't hooked up anywhere. So it was just sitting in the in the um, front yard in right. Watts. So, yeah, go ahead. And we had to literally uh, go to the restroom. Right. Before the family goes to bed, so we don't disturb them, go into our trailer, and then we couldn't use the restroom until they woke up because we had to go in their house, and mm-hmm. you know we have to wait to be polite. So yeah, I do. I, I come from the struggle. I mean, before, I just wanted to point that out, man, because yeah. that's a very humbling experience yeah. for no. sure. Well, you know what's crazy is that I get teased a lot now because I'm such a Jordans girl. Like I'm a sneakerhead, right? That's my thing, and everybody knows I'm all about my sneakers. And I feel like I'm that way because I remember grow- when we were growing up, my mom, we were struggling so bad. I had vans and I had outgrown them, but we just didn't have money. And it was it was what it was. We mm. just couldn't feel sorry for ourselves. It's just what it was. Mm. And she put Vaseline on my feet and shoved my feet in. And that's how I had to wear shoes for a couple of weeks until we could afford to buy me new shoes. Snap. Yeah. So it was really like super, super struggle. Here no wonder I'm, you're an earth angel. <laughs> it was a big struggle. Yeah. But listen, man, it's a hustle. I, I'm not ba- I'm not mad at it. It it made me uh, who I am today, I'm okay with it. You know, I, even though I was, I, we struggled growing up. I gotta be honest and tell everybody I was surrounded by so much love. Yeah. Like that's what it was. It balanced me out. I know we didn't have a lot, but my my mom loved the crap out of us. So, At the end of yeah. the day, see, man, I hear stories like that. And I'm over here wearing like three socks on my feet just to fit in my Adidas <laughs> with no shoestrings. You know what I'm saying? Like the struggle wasn't real for me. Like, but then, but the whole Vaseline to like, man, I've never heard anything. Like, but you know, I guess you got to experience. You got to do what to you got to do. It. Yeah. You know, I remember living in Watts and we had ham uh, sandwiches with barbecue potato chips and Kool Aid. It's just what it was. Ooh. Spam. It was spam fire, sandwiches. Wow. Are you sick of spam now? Huh? No, I still. Kind of like it to be honest with you. I do. It, it, it's crazy, but yeah, Dang. that's my struggle, that's you guys. Early, I've done, I've been through a lot. Early adversity that you had to overcome, and I think that that shows through in your character today. It does. It does. Uh, I, man, everything from shopping at the Compton Indoor Swap Me. That's how mm. I got my clothes. 
Um, I literally thought everybody, so I thought everybody shopped at the second hand. So my family calls it the Gundi because it's Segunda, right? Oh, gotcha. So oh, we're going to go to the Gundi. We're going to go to the Gundi. So I would go to school and I'd be like, you got that at the Gundi. <laughs> the Gundi? Was that like clowning? No, I thought or it was. No. No, I thought genuine. it was a store because that's genuine. where oh, my, the... my family would say. So I thought everybody went to the Gundi. So everybody so, looked yeah, at you crazy? Yeah, like, what the hell is this girl talking about? And I'm like, you didn't get that at the Gundi? <laughs> like, I just thought it was a store. Oh, innocent. Dang. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, but it is what it is. And, and now my mom's fun. Like, now it's like, you guys like fancy things. And I'm like, hey, we work for our fancy things. Because yeah. you told us that if we ever wanted anything outside of what you could afford, then we need to go get a job and we need to work for it. So mm. we work for it. There it is. Now, this you and your sister, right? And and that, yeah. as far as siblings, me no, and my no sister, brothers. no brothers. Me and my sister. Oh, do you wish you had one? Uh, no, I'm good. I love my sister. It's like my <laughs> okay. twin. Yeah, I love my sister, so I'm okay. I used to think like growing up, I wanted a brother. Yeah. I'm listen. I'm in radio. I've got a lot of brothers. Yeah, true. Yeah, I got a lot of brothers, so mm-hmm. I'm in. I'm good. I have a sister, and that's my ride or die. Seriously, yeah. if we turn the cameras off and I put her in the mic, you would think you're talking to me. You guys same sound voice. similar. Same voice, same tone, same voice, same everything. Really? Mm-hmm. Man, she, she looking yeah. to be on uh, on a podcast? Got her own CZ over here. She a nurse. She a nurse. She a nurse. She make way more than that. Isn't she? She, she good. She good. That's, funny. That's what's up, man. So that obviously that that build build up your character. as did. Who you are. You know what I'm saying. And. and explains a lot of reasons why you do what you do today with the community and the fact how that little girl came up to you yes, and you knew awesome. for a reason why that you was there and I'm sure that's happened on many occasions in some of your It really of your has. Events. Like on my way over there, um I, I literally prayed in the car and um I had a moment by myself and I was just like I, I didn't know if I had it in me to speak to these kids because I have been going through some personal issues as well. Mm. And I just prayed and I was like, God, just let me be a vessel for you. And in the car, I got emotional because I swear I heard him say, stand in your truth. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be ashamed of my past. I'm going to stand in my truth and I'm going to deliver it honestly with love and with, you know, empathy. And and I'm there to really just, um, I just just want to be a vessel for him, for them. I need to be there for them. Mm. It was about them. And it was about ho- hoping to, to guide them in the right way. And I was like, in my speech, I'm like, afterwards, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're going through. Everybody has their own issues that we don't know about, but I'm here to love on you and I'm here to hug you if you need it. And I'm mm. a great hugger. And <laughs> and all the young girls were coming up to me and wow. talking to me. And it, it, was, it was just amazing. So and rewarding. It's so rewarding. That's some real shit. So that little girl was right. God did send you. Yeah, God directly. did. Yeah, it, it was crazy. And I was like, man, I was meant to be there. I was meant to be yeah. there in that moment. She needed me and I needed her. Mm-hmm. Because like we spoke about our dads and she was just, it's crazy how a daughter is so attached to their father. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, it's a different bond. Mm. So when her dad passed, it was just, she, you can see the girl's broken, but I talked to her, you know, we sat there and I, I didn't move. I talked to her for as long as she needed me to be there. I didn't care about anybody else. I blocked it. It was her, me and this little girl just having a deep conversation. Have you, you ever thought about starting your own nonprofit, or do you, do you have one? Or no, I don't. But I actually team up with a lot of different people. Okay. So I do team up with like Street Vendors United. Um, I actually uh, teamed up with uh, Mothers Against Drunk Drivers. So there's a lot of different nonprofits that I do, yeah. you know, work with, and I love it. Uh, Chavalita's Pink Hood is actually out here in Boyle Heights, and it's a girl named Chavalita. She had cancer. She really didn't have anybody to help take care of her. So when she was able to overcome it, she started this foundation. 
kitchen. And in Boyle Heights, she does everything like packages the food and takes them to the residents that have cancer mm. and, and gives them a day. So I teamed up with her. So I do team up with wow. different ones. But I love uh, nonprofits. I love uh, foundations. And I love just kind of teaming up and lending my voice because I get to hear everybody. You foundations. Know I mean? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. That's what I was talking about. Man. Yeah. yeah. That's so amazing. I mean, just to look back, I mean, later, 10 years, 15 years from now, just to see what you've already done. You know what I'm saying? Because you've been in radio how long now? Mm. <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's throw it on the table. 19 years. Because the IE folks are watching right now. Years. Okay? I can still do IE like yeah. this. one. Oh, baby. Shouts out. <laughs> One time, maybe two. Yeah. Well, we still do IE. Yeah, no, uh, 19 years. Wild 96. Nonstop hip hop and R&B. There it is. Yeah. There it is. I remember the days yes. when y'all first came, man. And oh, I tell this story all the time. When, when y'all came into the to the, to the the community there, and then it was you, Noah Ayala. Yeah, Noah Ayala, Chris Lowe's, yeah. myself, Big D, may he rest in peace, uh, Bam Bam. Yeah. And Vanya was there. Was now was Picasso your PD? Yeah, Picasso actually gave me my first job. Damn, yeah. well, no, Picasso. So shout, shout out to, to Picasso. Picasso because, Pablo. <laughs> oh man, you know sometimes he'll message me and he'll be like, "I'm so proud of you," and I'm like, "You know it's because of you. You know you gave me my first star. Like I'll always give you your roses." Yeah, yeah. yeah. It takes the first person yeah. to plant that seed, man. And he did. And and, and Picasso was uh, my first air check with Picasso was uh, cringy. Yeah, I just I still remember my first air check and he played it and he was like. <laughs> Oh no! And he fast forward. He plays the next one. And he's like, oh. no. no, yes. And I walked out of his crying. Oh my! Was God. the air check from another radio state? or was it, it was, was him? He was my boss. I was on air, and he was like, "I'm gonna air check you." You know, and he air checked oh, me. Oh, because you was already there. Yeah, and I was already. Yeah, I was already. Yeah, directors. Okay. I was already there, and so he heard me, and I was like, "Oh my God!" And then, um. I I was so dis, uh, like devastated. I actually put it in my uh, two week notice, <gasps> and I remember Picasso was like, "If I didn't think you could do it, I wouldn't go hard on you. I go hard on you because I know you could do it." Yeah. And he's like, "Give it a few months and then come back and see me." Fair. Okay. And then uh, guess what? I've been in radio nineteen years. That's right. Damn. That's it. You see, nineteen years later. Yep. That's it. Nineteen years later. I'm tough here. love. Tough. He gave love. me tough love, and and you know what? I'll always always respect that man. Like I looked up, I, I still look up to him. Uh, the way he was on the radio, his transitions and and his voice and his tone, like yeah, it was awesome. Him and Chris Lowe's, you know, and of course, shout out to Adrian Scott. Like that's like AD, one of my what's up? biggest like yeah mentors. Adrian Scott, man, took me under his wing and taught me everything. So for some reason, I always thought you were from the IE, like like. Marino no, Valley or Marino something Valley, like that. Marino Valley, yeah. Well, we moved over there. So, okay. yeah, so I moved there, and, and I love it. So I was like, yeah, yeah I'm with everybody how, out here in the IE. <laughs> how old were you when you moved to IE? Uh, 15. Okay, so you yeah. went to damn high school. Yeah. And, and yeah. What, what school did you go to? Uh, I got kicked out of Marino Valley High School. Yeah. <laughs> well, why would you get kicked out of high school? You know why? Because you beat I, up? no, I didn't. Here's the thing. At the time, it was like a like a ra like racial tension, and I refused to um to really like be involved in that. Right. So you know, I ended up getting some girls that were picking on me, and just I threw down. Like one thing I wasn't afraid was I'm not no punk. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I threw down, and I ended up getting pulled out, and I got into a Christian. My mom put me into a Christian school in Riverside. <laughs> so yeah, and then uh. I. To go back, and I was like, Mom, I yeah. promise you, I will be so good. I will not get into any fights. The Lord gonna save yes. you. Yes. I won't and beat no bitches up. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was like, All right, you got, we got uh, this year, you have to prove it to me. And right. then if you prove it to me next year, you can go back. And then I ended up going to Poly High School and I graduated from Poly. Hey, hey, yeah. 
to Polly Manhole, yeah. Reggie Miller. And, and, yeah, uh, exactly. Polly Bears, what's up? Polly <laughs> Here we go. Hey, respect. If you had to beat on some chicks for picking on you, fuck that. They got exactly. what they deserved. She don't for the CPT. <laughs> my mom always says that. She's like, you know you're from Compton. I'm like, oh, my God. Did mom. you ever get shit for that? Like, because, you know, you was an outsider when you move out there and sort of speak. They, they look at you like, where you from? Oh, where this new girl from? You, you know, know what? Um, I did, but I didn't get shit from where I was from. I got, like, shit from the way I look like. <laughs> so, like, I didn't realize when I got there, um, this guy had made a comment about my lips and had said something derogatory. And I didn't, I was just from L.A. at the time, so we was we was active with right, it. And right. I just remember I took on off site. on him. Yeah. And, on the dude? Yeah, I took off on him. And they uh, called the my dude. mom. They were, yeah, they were trying to say they can press, like, charges against me. I mean, wow. it was bad. But um, my mom was like, she's from L.A. Like, we don't play this shit. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Like, you offend my daughter, she's defending herself. Are you still See? the same CC today? Yeah, I am. Hell I am. Yeah. Watch your mouth. Oh, watch your mouth. Yeah, but I'm not like. Watch your mouth. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like, I'm, I'm more patient, obviously, and I'm more loving. I'm saying um, Earth Angel vibes. Yeah. I'm getting it. Yeah, but I just don't play. But you, know you don't what I mean? take no shit. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't play. I don't at all. At all. But you know what? Having jumped from how many schools did you say? By 13. I mean, you, you got to have some of that in you, I think, to. Yeah. I have a little fire in me. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I, I love the fact that nobody needs to bring it out. Like, I've just, I rather, like, I rather just love with everybody and yeah. just be cool. You know what I'm saying? And you like, don't even strike me as that type of person. That's I'm not like that much. No. You know, at all. I, I don't think I'm that aggressive. I mean, there's been times like it's funny. I was at a one of my bosses through a, a birthday party and I went, and one of their friends was like, "Oh, she don't like me," and I'm like, "What?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, that's the boss's friend." No, I didn't. I don't know them. You know? No, I never said that. Yeah. What? And I was like, "Oh shit! I hope my boss don't get mad." And. um the guy was like, no, I seen you at Crush Groove one year. And I went to, like, I think he went to tap me, but I felt like he was touching me. And he said that I pushed him. And I was like, hey, don't touch me. Yo. Yeah. So I'm very, and I was like, oh, my God, you might have caught me in a moment. I apologize. No, <laughs> no, not even. I just, yeah, I'm very picky. That. Like, I'm very. Uh, Same. I don't know. I'm, I'm just very. Uh, it's because motherfuckers be trying. Yes. You, know, you got you to be on your toes yes. when you're a lady. I'm just very big on not touching yeah. me. That's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. Same, girl. Same. Yeah. I respect that. That's just what it is. You um, so I heard a story you told. Uh, speaking about going to parties, different places, like going to like bougie ass places, whatever. Like, mm -hmm. and then I think uh, you said something about coming back home and just you just miss being with your people. Like I, certain certain, right? You know what I'm I, I got they be bougie sometimes. No, yeah, I did an event up uh uh where did I do up north, and it was a really bougie event, and it was it was a beautiful event, very bougie. Um, I always feel a little bit out of my element when I'm around people with a lot of money maybe because I come from none but I, I just I did my thing they were happy we took photos did it I had to fly out the next day and do another event and I did it at I want to say it was the WSS like in South Central LA mm. and I literally got out of I think it was I flew into the Long Beach Airport and then we came back to South Central and I I didn't even my bags were still in the car and I just showed up at the uh, next event and it was like everybody, but it was in, it was in the hood, but it just, it was beautiful. It was a different vibe, you guys. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't stuck up. It wasn't like when you're around a little bit of bougie people, they judge you, oh, yeah. you know, without, you know, just by the looks and stuff. Here was all love. See what's up. Oh yeah. my God. It was just a different vibe. And I, I wanted to cry because I was like, this is where I love to be at. Mm -hmm. This makes me happy. Up north, I had to make my money. There's a difference. You know what I mean? Right. I went and got the money. I secured the bag, but I came out and I spent it back out here in the yeah. hood. Hello. You know what I mean? So, yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> that part, yeah. Much love on that. Yeah, it was, it was a good feeling, though, to be back out there in South Central. And I was like, man, this is where I need to be at right here. I love being here. Yeah. So how long were you at in, in Riverside for? Or some, um, you know what I'm saying? The, uh, yeah, Wild 96. I was there. Well, I was at Wild 96 for uh, five years. Okay, and then you bounced to Las Vegas, Yeah, right? then I bounced to Vegas, and I was in Vegas for five years. Okay. Yeah, and okay. I did I did radio out there with- What uh, was Vegas like? Vegas was crazy, but let me tell you something. Vegas, they were crazy at first. They judged me, because we're from L.A. I don't know what it was. They wasn't feeling people, like, from Cali right at the time. Uh. It was, like, really Bay Area and stuff, and we was, like, there was me and a couple people at the station that were from Cali, so we were, like, West Side till we die. We hit <laughs> right, Cali. Right, right, You know, but after a while, they embraced me, and the listeners, were one of the best listeners like they brought me so much like they brought me food they brought me gifts they it was just so much love out in vegas and um but i miss home yeah i wasn't home like here in southern cali there's so much history and and culture and out there in vegas there's no culture you know so because you got everybody coming in from different yes. uh, areas right you got everybody coming in from different areas so I, I imagine it's like fast life that, that's in, in, in vegas we say that we don't sleep we take naps and it's the <laughs> truth it's the truth we would take naps so we would nap and and go out and I remember we would come out of the club and the sun would be up and we'd be like fuck this is crazy you know but uh, yeah it was different but when I came back to Cali it was just like it was love but you know what ODM when I came back everything changed because I came back and I was gone for five years so the clubs that were popping, they're not popping no more. Mm. The promoters that were that were the plug, they're not the plug no what more. What year was this when you came back to L.A.? Oh, my God. I can't even remember. It was 10 years ago. It okay. Was yeah, it was 10 All years right. ago, though. I did come back 10 years ago. So. And then um, I kind of like, I, I literally, when I came back, I left radio. And for a minute, I was like, I'm done with radio. I don't want to do it no more. And there was a couple of friends in radio that were like, nah, see, you got to go back. And I remember I talked to Chris Lose, and I was like, I only want to talk to Julio G. I won't talk to nobody else. Had, had you, did you leave Vegas and just just quit? I got fired. You got let go. I got fired. So you were done with radio at this yeah, point. Yeah, I was fired because I questioned my boss. Ooh. Which yeah. you, you shouldn't be afraid to do, but. No, yeah. I mean, my thing is, is that when you're going to air check me and hear my break and, and, and you can't tell me, I don't like it, Cece. Well, what, do you, what don't you like about it so I can change it? Constructive criticism. Because if you tell me what you don't like, I'll fix it. Yeah. Right. But when you sit there and say, well, I don't know, then I kind of snapped and I was like, look, I know where I get my experience from. <laughs> Where do you get your experience from? Exactly. My experience is is Chris Lose, is Picasso, yeah. is Adrian Scott. I know where my experience comes from. Where does yours come from? And then that was it turned into get the fuck out of here. No. But and if, you I got got a, out. if you don't got a solution, then you're just a hater. Yeah, right, exactly. So. But guess what? Let me tell you something about my family. My family does not play. I got fired on a Thursday. My mama came on a Friday. We packed everything up and came back home on a Saturday. Love like it's it. just that what was it was. It. Yeah. My mom was like, come back, come back. Sick. And I did. Oh. Yeah, I did. So continuing on, you, you, you made a phone call to Julio G. Yeah. And then what was that conversation like? Chris did. I made a phone call to Chris. Chris, oh, Chris. made a phone call to Huli. Okay. And then he took me to their West Side Radio where they were recording at. And he was, I got to see him do a show. And then um, afterwards, you know, Chris was like, CC, you know, she just needs words of encouragement, basically. Yeah. And he sat down and he talked to me for about 40 minutes. And we just talked. And the one thing that I will always give him credit for and that stuck with me, I can't even tell you that entire conversation. I can't tell you what mm. we really spoke about. It was so long ago. But I do remember his words where he said, Cece, he was like, never compromise your integrity for this business. 
Mm. Don't ever compromise your integrity. If you're going to walk out, walk out with your integrity. And I remember he told me that, and I've kept that solid to this day. There you go. And I've, I, I have stayed true to that. And that it was crazy because that's somebody that I respect to, like, the ultimate, right? Yeah. It's Julio G. Legendary. Such a legend and did so much for the Raza that that's just somebody. So when I heard him speak that way and he gave me those words, I was like, okay, I'm refueled again. I could do this. Because after a while, like, when you're in radio, and not even radio, when you're in the game and you're, and you're trying to build – there's going to be a point where you get lost and you don't know if this is what you should be doing. You start questioning yourself. Yeah, especially you know? when, you know, mm-hmm. bosses come in and out. They come yes. and go. People come and go. And you've been in it for so long. And it's like, how are you going to tell me what, what I already know here? Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and, I'm, I'm and, branded and some of these bosses, like, let's keep it 100. They're, they're not even hiring people that are qualified. They're hiring their friends. Shoo! These days. That's what drop. it is. Yeah. yeah. Drop yeah. a drop on yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. So, I, I mean, like and, and how do you respect that? You know, exactly. so so that's what it is. But I mean, no, uh, shout out to Julio G. Like he he really Julio did G. Yeah. Man, what's up, Westside Radio? That's yeah. honestly invaluable advice. Yeah. I wish that I would have had like someone tell me that back in the day. Because even you saying like even as like people touching you, you're just like nope. Like I w- I wish I I knew that you you could do that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like even telling your boss like I know my experience. I know where I'm at. Where's your uh? Experience. Yeah, yeah. Where, where does your on. qualifications come yeah. from? You know. Yeah. So yeah, I had to do that. I had to question Gangsta. that one time. At least yeah. you left with that integrity. You I know did. What I'm I left with it. I left with it. And you know what's so funny is like literally fast forward to like a year and a half later, I go back to Vegas. We're at a random party, and I see the lady that fired me. Right. So I go up to her, and I'm already at K Day. And I'm like, I just want you to know. Oh, I, like, I know who she is. Uh-huh. I was gonna yeah. say male or female. Yeah. I, I know now. Then you know. And I told her I was like. You made a big mistake. I was like, uh, you know, I was like, let's keep it real. You made a big mistake firing me, huh? <laughs> and she's like, you know, I have to call you, right? I'm going to call you. And I was like, no, I'm good at Kaden. <laughs> yeah. And I'm here. And it's crazy because you know what? Shout out to my homegirl, Roxy, because when I was um, in that area of like, I didn't know if I wanted to continue to do radio or not, Roxy made me do this vision board. And she's like, and if you know Roxy, she's like, hey, bitch, you got to do this vision board. Come on, you got to do it, right? And I'm like, I'm not doing no vision board. The hell, what do I look like doing a vision board? She's what is like, that? It's like manifesting what you want, right? Okay. And you put this vision board together and you manifest like how you want your future to be. Mm. So she made me do this vision board and I, and she's like, it works, girl. You got to do it. You got to manifest it. You got to speak it out. I have all these affirmations. Like she's awesome. So I did the vision board and on my vision board, I had saw somebody on the street, one of the street teamers, and I grabbed a K-Day sticker. Mm. And so I put the sticker on the vision board and I wrote, dreams do come true. And I pointed the arrow to K-Day. And then guess what? I got hired at K-Day. It was crazy. Yeah. And then oh, guess shit. what? Yeah. Now we're sitting in the yeah. K-Day. Stuff. I was like, damn, Hello. Roxy and her vision board. Yes, yeah. girl. Can I just tell you something about Roxy, okay? That's funny how she called you. As soon as I got let go of radio last last April, last year, right? I've never met Roxy. I don't know if we've ever come past at all. But, you know, heads were yeah. reaching out because they felt what I was going through. We were been we, there. I just want you to know and, we were all yes. livid. We and, were livid. Radio personalities yeah. were livid. <laughs> Roxy was one of the first to reach out. Like I said, I didn't I didn't know yeah. her like that, but she just DM, DM me and just straight to, hey dude, you, you gonna be all right. Mm-hmm. You know, you you gonna you're gonna do remember you the brand big boy, same thing. Yeah. Big boy went on air with that. Was like, yo man, oh, you gonna be all right. Remember yes. you the brand. That, that's all you got to keep. And, you know, and I passed that. And as you already know, I passed that to you, too. Because no, thank you. Just talking right here, mano y mano, and people that have already got 10 years over in the right. radio on a dude. No, I appreciate we, that. We, like, we've had our off-air talk, yeah. Cece, so you know what No, is, like, man. I got a lot of love for you. And, and honestly, like, I'm so excited. Like, you guys, he's interviewing me, but I'm a little, like... 
shocked because I'm <laughs> you don't understand I was a fan before like a colleague you know what I mean I was a yeah. fan like I remember like having the the tape decks inside a inside B and we're bumping it and then when we ended up coming to LA we would buy it on the CD and we would bump it like we thought I thought I was teardrop I thought I was rapping you like, ran into teardrop yeah, didn't I, yes, you? at the uh, Tyler Mall and I was like <laughs> oh, shout out to yes, Tyler shout out to Tyler Mall I was like you're a teardrop she's like yes I am I'm like okay you're the best but like <laughs> it was cool and we're like man because this is the first time we heard like Latinos yeah. on a record representing us. How'd that make you feel? Oh my God. Not just us, but as the culture just started riding that wave. You know, Mellow, Frost. And- shout out to Mellow, shout out to Frost. Kid Frost was actually, uh, Kid Frost was the actually first uh, tape that I ever bought, La Raza. Mm. Wow. Um, I felt good. Like when I would hear that, I, I just felt proud. And I'm like, man, especially with the Spanglish, we just felt we was included. That's it. We yeah. just felt we were included. And, and Latinos in hip hop, I think like, I don't want too much. I just want a head nod. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just want a head nod. That's it. Yeah. And that's what we felt like. So we felt we felt good when we heard it, and we would bump it, and we would sing it. And I'm telling you, my dad, when the beepers were back in, my dad had a beeper, and you would call his number, and it would be Sunday afternoon. Then he'd be like, hey, you reached TM not in right now. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. And I'll be like, I tell my sister, and I'm like, sister, why does dad have, like, lighter shade of brown on his face? He had beeper? a beeper that played music? Yes. My dad was flying. Man, Dang. I think I- yeah. So they those. That's, yeah. Page. That's when the ringtones yeah. were in, maybe. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ringtones. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. shit. Yeah. I think my dad. My dad put money in your pocket. He downloaded the ringtones. <laughs> <Dad>. <laughs> That is fly. Because we were we're Chicanos, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And we're proud of that. I'm proud of that at least. Sure. Yeah, we're Chicanos. So when we when we heard that, we're like, yeah, like this one of us, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, we, and I, I mean, how did it make you feel to see all these brown faces celebrating you? I mean, it was uh, surreal. Number one, I was a teenager, you know what I'm saying? And just the fact that it just happened so quickly because, yes, the culture gravitated Can towards us. Can I ask you a question man. real quick, not to interrupt you, but did you feel overwhelmed because you're a teenager and you had all this success so, so fast? Like... I don't want to say fast. You worked hard, but just being so young and, and, and taking all this in it had to be overwhelming. It was overwhelming to the point, like like I said, fast. I can't think of a quicker word, you know, after the, riding the wave, you know what I'm saying, that Mellow created and Frost. Right. Boom, here comes the West Coast group on radio. And I just remember doing the car shows, you know what I'm saying, yes. for the first time. And that was the first time I actually got to see the gente out there in the crowd. And, and I'm like, man, they're going to they gonna love us, man. They're going to like us. This is what, man, get up there. They know your song, man. They yeah. know Latin active. They know TJ Nice is when they yes. So we got on, man, and it was just brown fists in the air all day. Everybody, I'm telling you, know you it's a celebration. It's and then a riot like a- broke out in Pomona Car Show. <laughs> then there was no more. There was no more car shows in Pomona. But yeah, I remember that. Shout out to P Town. The Coliseum, yeah. you know, days. You know when Ice Cube rock, we rock with Ice Cube, man, at that show in the Coliseum. I remember. You know, how did from- that feel for you? Because I'm sure you grew up listening to Ice Cube, so you're probably like, damn, I'm rocking the stage, same cute, uh, same stages. Ice Cube, like so that surreal. had to be like nuts, right? Dude, I I just. I mean, the list goes on. Ice T, you know, all these greats that I grew up, by the way, growing up on K-Day, it's crazy to just be sitting in this room right here when the 1580 original was. But, I mean, those are the cats that I, that I bumped, you know right. what I'm saying? So to actually get to share the stage, maybe see them, you know, in the hallways just to say what's up because I'm a fan too, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, that, that, that's what it is. You're the reason why... I grew a loving for hip hop, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Just like whoever rappers are, are before us. So it was dope, man, to finally get to meet those cats, you know, and it was just, you know, even Rodney O, man, shout out to cats like that, you know, even to Melo Manes who took us under his wing. He didn't have to do that, you right. know what I mean? But it was just all love and we're very blessed for that. 
Oh yeah. my, I remember yeah. uh, Melo Manes when he was coming out of the conga room and they were like, he was supposed to perform or something out there late and they're like, oh, he already left. And I was like, oh, I think I saw him. And I was like, Mr. Ace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, when's your next album? I'm a fan. I want to get it at the yeah. Gundi, at the Gundi. Yeah, yeah at the Gundi. <laughs> Shout out to the Gundi. Shout Everybody's going to be Gundi. saying it now. The Segunda, yeah. That's crazy. It sounds too much like my last name, Gutierrez. <laughs> Gundi Gutierrez. You know, it sounds like a luxury thing like Gucci, the Gundi. The Gundi. Was he shopping at the Gundi? <laughs> It's what like, are you doing? It's like Gucci and Fendi together. Huh. Oh my God. Oh, yeah, there you go. Hey. Yeah. Humble beginnings right there. Man, Cece. So so now you're jumping back in radio, right? You got back in it and you be, but, but weren't you like circling the radio station circuit for a minute? Yeah, too? let's what keep it one hundred. I actually I came to K Day and then I got fired from K Day. Yeah. Yeah, I got fired from K Day. I'm very open about it though. Good. One thing, and the managers know I'm open, but I got fired from K Day. It was um some political stuff and it's crazy because when I got fired, Big Boy called me. And Big was like, you know, you're just a casualty of war, baby girl. I had nothing to do with you. I said, I know. And um I remember leaving and tat tattoo shout out to tattoo shout like tattoo. man tattoo that's like my brother and it, we put a call in and bash found out and bash was upset he called the program director at mega at the time yeah and pete manriquez me, uh, met with us me and tat went and he hired us on the spot and he was like you guys are dope let's bring you in so i was at mega until uh, they decided to go full spanish and then when they went full spanish i wanted to leave because it just wasn't my genre yeah and um, I actually went to Atlanta for a little bit uh, with Ricky Smiley. I was there for like one week. And then AD called me up and was like, you want to come back to Katie? And I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> and he's like, let's come. Let's go. I knew it was political. I yeah. knew it had nothing to do with me. Um, I think what was easy for me to come back to K-Day was that I didn't have any animosity. Sure. I knew what it was, and I told him that too. I was like, I'm part of this game, yeah. and, and, and I'm a player in the game, so I get right. it. But um, yeah, so I came back, and the, well, he wanted to bring me back earlier, but I don't know if you guys remember, there was a time when they didn't know if K-Day got, uh, was gonna get um, sold to a Chinese station. Mm -hmm. or you I know, heard I remember And then that. there was like this that, yeah. big campaign, Save K-Day and all that stuff. Yeah. So he wanted to, but then he was like, see, I don't know what's going on with K-Day. And then uh, Marillo Media ended up buying K-Day. And then that's when he was like, we got to buy by some Latinos. I'm like, hey, you know? And, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I came back and, and AD brought me back and threw me on and was like, do your thing, see? And yeah. it was cool. And it was cool because AD actually worked with him at Wild. Wild 96, yeah. Yeah, and then he became the PD of Pro... Uh, of K-Day, 93.5 K-Day, the program director. And so he brought me in and AD just kind of like showed me the, the, the game and, and really was like, it's LA, you know, it's a different beast out here. Yeah. You know, cause I was doing radio in the IE, radio in Vegas. And I was like, I got this, let's go. <laughs> And I did, and it's funny because I came in with so much confidence for the interview that the uh, general manager was like, if I throw you on right now, you could do it. And I said, give me some headphones. And he said, we're going to walk down the studio right now. I'm going to throw you on. I said, give me some headphones. I got this. And he said, okay. So I walked in. But as I was walking, I was like, Cece, don't mess up. Don't mess up. <laughs> Act as confident as you can. Because I really wasn't that confident. Oh but I pretended. God. And I killed it. My, and I just, yeah, yeah. but I kept telling myself, don't say hot 97.5. And I was walking down the hallway, like, 93.5 KD, 93.5 KD. Remember. Because I didn't want to say the right. wrong call letters. That was like the rule, the, yes. the rule radio. You don't want to yeah. say another station. But I did it. And, and they offered it to me. And it was good. And that's the way it was. And that's yeah. how it worked out. Yeah. So that AD came back for you like that. Yeah, he, man. he knows talent when he yeah. sees it. Let me just tell you, Adrian Scott, man, that dude right there, man, he's behind some of your favorite concerts. Like, he's a genius. I remember during the pandemic, he was throwing that online. I think DJ Quick performed or something. Yeah, we did it here in the next studio. Yeah, that's yeah. fire. Yeah, he came up with this whole, like, COVID pandemic thing. Yeah. And I was like, all right, let's do it. And it worked. And he just, 
you know what it is is he's adaptable he understands it and he understands the culture he understands because there's not too many program directors out there that understand radio and the culture yep they, they just it doesn't it. it's like that. a unicorn you know yeah. and so Tell he understands <laughs> both and that's what makes him so lethal like he understands both and he gets it and he creates all these different events and he's just a mastermind finger on the pulse yes. of what's going on yeah <laughs> yeah who who's your favorite uh dj growing up on the radio oh my god if you haven't said them already um like think back i mean whether it was ie whether it was here i, I think you said you moved when you i moved years. around Regardless, a lot yeah look at la stations in the ie so yeah. i mean you know what felly fell <laughs> yeah dj felly fell what up felony yeah. Yeah, DJ Felly fell. Like when I would hear him, like on Power, that was dope. Yeah. Um. Even like what? Well, like I, you know, I grew up listening to like you know Julio G, Tony G, because my older cousins would bump K Day, and we talked about it. Like they put like the um, what is it called? Like the wire hanger with the uh, foil, and we would bump it. And yeah. I, and I was just trying to be the young cousin, trying to hang out with my cool cousins, right? Yeah. Right. So like you know, I knew the Hoolies and stuff, but like listening to radio, it had to be like Felly fell and the Baker Boys, to be honest. Cause I just still remember like it's the Baker boys in the morning. In the morning. Yeah, so it was like Yeah, man. So it was cool. How how dope was that though, man? They used to do the uh the rap roll call, whatever, and had the rappers call up and they just battled. I remember my mom driving me to school and I would like listen, I was like, Man, I wish I could rap like that. Like it'd just be so cool. Like cause people would just call in and they were dope. Yeah, that was hip hop right there. Yeah, that was a great era of music, man. Man, and that was the the whole '90s movement. I I I'm sorry, I'm not being biased, but we grew, you know, we came out in a dope ass. We era. did. We our era is just so iconic in the sense of it's repeating itself now. You said it. Yes. You said it the other day. I while well, I was watching you the other day <laughs> while I was doing my homework, but you made so much sense. You said something about today's rappers compared to last, you know, our era, '90s rappers. You know, our era will always sell out concerts. Always, always. Like our era that is still now on K Day, whether it's, you know, the the E forties, the DPGs, you know, yeah. uh, the two shorts of the world, the sugar freeze, the quicks, like they're always gonna be in concert. Anytime quick is in concert sold out. <laughs> like it's crazy. And I know people that have seen him ten times. Yep. <laughs> Right here, yep. and guess what? I want to see him ten more. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's just Speak. it's just so iconic. But I don't know. Like looking back now on some of the new music, I don't know if you're gonna pay uh, forty dollars or fifty dollars to go see these people. And sometimes if it's front row, it's like two hundred and something dollars. Right? Would you pay to? I don't know. They don't have hits like this. It's one hit sometimes, and that's it. So we had catalogs. Mm. You know what I mean? We had catalogs. Tan- yeah. Tangible, yes. tangibles. It, it's just it's just something different. So this is why. I feel like even being here at 935K Day is so iconic. Yes. Because of the artists that we play. I mean, they're still like, even some of, like, we're, I mean, I love that I'm next door to Power 106. That's my sister station. But even some of the people that work there will come in and they'll be like, man, I vibe this, I vibe this. And then some of their artists, they love walking by K Day because they're like, man, I was inspired. So a lot of inspiration starts from our era. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, most dev. I, I was going to say with, with artists like Ice Cube and Cats and those back in those days that were actually played on the 1580, yeah. that just embedded in them. You know, it's the Snoops right. and whatnot. And I just, you know, I, I can't hear them on any other station 
But Katie. Look at Snoop. I mean, he's so universal. I want to say, like, Snoop is probably the biggest international hip-hop superstar. Absolutely. Snoop Dogg. Super recognizable. Has so many business ventures. Over here with Martha Stewart. Yeah, I was going to say, Stewart. you see that meme that was going around there? Like, look at everything that, that, no, that, for that Snoop has done. He got There's sketchers. Like he bought Death Row back. Yeah. You know what I mean? He has a store. Get he has wine. Yeah, he has yep. wine. Like, he, it's crazy. He's, you know, promoting Corona. Like, this, he's everywhere like Snoop is everywhere and I and I love it and I don't know if some of the new artists I hope they would I hope some of them you know what I mean can be like a Snoop but I don't know about the turnaround you you hear a hit and then it's gone why do you think that is why do you think that the, today's rappers uh sort of speak and I'm speaking like the YouTube because a lot of obviously there's a lot of videos and artists it's so saturated the YouTubers like I, I know that because I see you know it what is. I'm saying I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not too sure why you think it's like that's that. Because I think so I, th I think there's a social media. I think it's different now for us. I think that we had a different type of grind where you guys actually had to get out and you had to put the posters up and you had to sell the cassettes out of your back. Thank you. You know your back seat and you actually had to do the grunt work. Where now it's not the grunt work. Now it's just like from your phone. Mm. It's a little different now. Mm. You know. And I think with social media, um, people kind of. Um, they get bored faster. You, right. you know, you got to catch people in three seconds or less. Yep. Yeah. So it's just, it's a lot of, uh, of everything. But I know that there's some up-and-coming artists that I've heard and that Power does play that they're pretty solid. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. I, I just want good music. You know what I mean? Right. To, to come back. But uh, it doesn't bother me because I hear good music every day. So <laughs> I, I'm in a different element. Like, yeah. I, I'm blessed. I really am. That's take me back, take me back. And yeah. it's crazy because, like, I'm still in this rap game, you know, and I'm working shout-outs to Money Moons, you know, and he's putting me up on game as far as all the artists. These cats are dropping eight videos Damn. back to back to back to back. And you couldn't do that, number one, back in the day because the videos were so much, you know, right. 100, 100 grand, 50 grand. But, I mean, it's like that's what you got to do to say. Because, yeah, because remember, it's it's an algorithm, man, and you got to you gotta just keep hitting them week for week and, for week for week. And I'm like, But I wow. think, like, when you guys did videos, you know what I'm saying, in our era, it was like your videos told a story. It was like a mini movie, and, mm -hmm. and it explained the music and explained the song. Now the videos. Yeah. But you know what it is? TikTok is people's mini movies. TikTok yeah. is people's, like, I'm in the bathroom, but I'm going to make my own music video to this yeah. little snippet. And, yeah. the, and I think that's what the issue is. Like, that's why you're so hyped to see Snoop Dogg even though he is over here with Martha Stewart even though he does have wine he's kind of oversaturated himself but it hasn't gotten old yet and I think that's the de developmental process that's a great point yes. great because point the, these newer artists they, they haven't been in the game long enough to develop a Snoop Dogg iconicity but they carry themselves like they have you know they they kind of just they're they're lacking something, but with Snoop, it's like it's developed. It's there. You've seen it, and you just you just happy for the guy. You want to see him smoke yeah. a joint on the feed. Yeah. You know what I mean? like, and Snoop exactly. ain't afraid to fuck around with anybody younger than him. Like nope. obviously he put his son on. You know what I'm saying? And and he fucks with people. Yeah. And I just posted this uh meme this video yesterday. It was KRS One, a teacher mm -hmm. man, and, and he was breaking it down to this little girl. She was like, how, how do I forgot what the question was? But he was like, look, it's simple, man. He's all, y'all can learn from us. Because we need to learn how to, you know, navigate in, in, in our world, in your world today. Yes. And vice versa. That's true, like, though. If you're going to just listen, you can't just listen to people your age. No. Because you're going to get lost in the shuffle. Because, you know, half of them think they, they, they know. The younger generation, you know, with yes. the team, you thought you knew everything. But he was like, but you need people like us so you can get the knowledge. Exactly. So it, that, that's what and, I totally and understand. And people that. like us, we need to be a little, we need to be open-minded as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not so shut off to talent yes. that is out there. So we don't look like an old head. Like, yeah, who's exactly. Who's just 
just hating. You know? No, you can't do that either. What's shitty about these days is that it's trendy to be trendy. Like it's trendy to just follow the trend. Literally, like you take the most popular, the most trending soundbite, and then. 20 motherfuckers do it and that, that's what's popular like no the whole difference between you know what, what makes a Snoop Dogg a Snoop Dogg and what makes everybody else everybody else like the new millennials yeah. or whatever it's like Snoop Dogg you know he took that time to develop mm-hmm. who he is Snoop Dogg he's an original product yes and these he's other not doing cats, the trends of all like in the exact, trends he's creating them right and other people are, are biting off him and even though you know once you put your shit out there it's open to interpretation so it's open to be copied or whatever right. but that's the problem with the younger generation they're just seeing something that's like oh that's tight I'm gonna take that and run with it but it's like no it, it was a process for Snoop to get to where he is that's why he's an original product you guys are just over here jocking off of it and it's like you haven't put in the work to develop your own self even as an artist you have to put in the time to, to create your image to create your sound that yep. all takes time Yep. Yes. But because everything's so quick and trendy, it's like, no, when my shit's up, it's a soundbite on TikTok. Go ahead and go ahead and run yeah. that up. Yeah. So and you know what? Even yeah. even yeah. even taking to that, even artist development. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's so important. And that's lost in today's it's age. Lost. It's like in today's world, artist development is gone. Remember when the record labels would have you come in and then mm-hmm. they'd have a whole section, you know, for yeah. artist development. Or Nah, you ain't gonna wear that. We're gonna go show you how to dress yes. or whatever. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, and, and this is how you're gonna speak. And it's funny because when I was working at Power 106, um, we had some artists come in and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, man, they don't do artist development no more. Because they, they were like, yeah, I see. And I'm like, and I'm sitting here like, Mike, Mike. Yeah. You know what I mean? They like, on their phones. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, like, they're sitting there, and I'm just like, oh, man, I miss artist development. Exactly. <laughs> crucial. But again, people aren't doing that because they just, they're just they just taking off what's already out there. And it's like, no, you, you I mean, you, you got to take bits and pieces of everything to make your own original product, but people just straight ripping it. So right. it's, it's not the same. There is no artist development. Let I me think. ask you something. Somebody told me one day, speaking on the new Snoop Dogg talk about him be, just being everywhere and they were just like i think he lost his you know honestly he, he, he killed his brand i go how did he kill his brand and we're in a conversation he was like because he's doing all those different things he forgot who the snoop dog what the the g thing snoop dog that's how we all know and love but now he's like venturing out to the martha stewart's and doing this it's one conversation one opinion right what do you guys think about that though i think it's bullshit I thought the same thing. Yeah, let me tell you why. Because I know Snoop. <laughs> and Snoop. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Take <laughs> that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know Snoop. And a lot of people don't know is that Snoop takes care of a lot of people. Mm. So he doesn't forget. A lot of the people that, that are from the neighborhood, he employs yeah. them. And he does. And they're behind the, ste- the scenes. The scenes, sorry. Mm, mm. They're behind the scenes. And so, um, and I've even made a comment, like, uh, one time to my fiance. I'm like, damn, like, Snoop, like, he puts a lot of people on. Like, that's dope that he does that. And people that say that, they don't understand. And they're just... Um, they just see what's on the, like a facade, what's on the outside. They don't see behind the red curtain. Mm. I get to see a little bit of a peek behind the red curtain. Yeah. And I see that he does that. He did um, Long Beach City Movement. If you guys know about Long Beach City Movement, what he did was he grabbed a lot of different independent artists from Long Beach and he took them on tour and he paid them and he showed them and he showed them how it was to get on tour, what it is to get paid. He schooled them and then he said, okay, then now I schooled you, I showed you, you off on your own. If you don't soak up the game while somebody like a legend is giving it to you, then yeah. that's, 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 that's on you. That's on you, basically. Yeah. But he has put on people. He has a store in um, Inglewood off of Prairie Avenue that he employs people. You know what I mean? So Snoop didn't forget where he comes from, mm. you know, but I feel like a lot of people put a lot of weight on Snoop Dogg. Yeah. 
Mm. And they want Snoop Dogg to help them foster their career. It's not up to anybody else to foster your career because don't yeah, nobody no. owe you shit. No handouts, man. There's no handouts, you know what I mean, at all. So at the end of the day, yeah, he, he's messing with a lot of different bands, but that's smart. You know what Snoop has? He has a family. Mm. He has kids. Speak on it. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to create generational wealth. Yes. There's a difference. Absolutely. And he's not even trying. He's doing it. Yep. He's doing it. He's got his <laughs> Go ahead, daughter. Go ahead. He's got his son. Generational yeah. wealth, baby. I'm telling you right now, Jeez. a lot of people will, if you know me, I am Team Snoop Dogg all the way. I love, love that man. I love his wife. I love their kids. I yeah. love their family yeah. and how they move. And he is just so, so smart with it. And I've seen Snoop perform at the biggest um, Super Bowl. Hello. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've seen him perform in, in hood spots. <laughs> you know, it's just that a lot of people don't see that. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's easy to go on Instagram or, or watch the TV and it's easy to um, to judge and to speak yeah. on that. But you know what? I don't think you should ever uh, create... I don't think you should ever criticize somebody's hustle, especially somebody like him yeah. that has done a lot for, you know, the people, for the culture. He brought Death Row back. Mm. You know, he's do, he's got his Death Row cannabis. Like, <laughs> he's doing a lot, you know, and... Like Snoop is also like he's for you know Snoop is for Rasa he yeah. really is you know my MS. Vato. yeah he he really is he he's he's for the people you know my fiance is Mexican and and he, I will say Snoop at least yeah we know definitely gets a pass yeah you know he does he gets, yeah now your husband speaking of your fiance yeah. you, no next year right next year okay shout out to your fiance so what up Guap so yeah he actually does videos for yeah he for does videos Snoop, for right? for Snoop Dogg yeah yeah so and uh, yeah so he does videos shout out to Dada he does uh, videos as well for Snoop Dogg but yeah Snoop uh you know he he loves the way that my fiance shoots my fiance has shot from like he's actually went to Nashville and he did something with them with Billy Ray Cyrus yeah, the Avila yeah, brothers, the Avila yeah, brothers. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was awesome he's done some stuff for exhibit like for a lot of people to be honest we just shot something with Daz like he's uh you know it's it's crazy because my fiance is you know he's Chicano and he's from Long Beach yeah humble dude yeah, too man super humble. smart and and he knows the behind the yeah, scenes man very he's got very very humble um, very business savvy, but you know what? Like the one thing I will say about my fiance and, and and about me is that what makes us different too from a lot of people is that we um we just we, we put God first, man. I'll mm. be honest with you. That's mm. what makes it dope is that our relationship is so bounded and so solid with God mm. that I think that's what keeps us humble and it keeps us grounded, and 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 that's what it is. And and He works with everybody. And if you're an up and coming artist, like He works with you and He and He gives you the same courtesy that He does Snoop Dogg. Yeah. And I tell him like without bragging, without bragging, without people don't even know who He worked with. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I love the fact how He backs you and supports you. He does just as He should. He, and, and, and I do it with Him too. The like, dynamic. Between you guys, I remember I met ran into you guys. Uh, was at the uh, uh, Verizon Wireless Amphitheater. Was uh, how the West was one. Yes. You interviewed us yeah. backstage, and that's I think the first time I met Guap. And it was just man, you could just tell, man, humble dude. 100. No, super, super humble, and just like out there and doing his thing, and and it's cool because he's building his empire. You know, we're building ours together. Even and even when we was here uh, with Mello, remember yeah, Kenny, he, yeah. man, he was up here setting up the lights, and he was like, <laughs> "Look, man, what if you ever need anything? Oh, just just hit me and." 
he opened that invitation. Yeah. He opened that door. No, that he's dope. a he's a cool cat, and and we be we laugh because you know we always be like, oh Compton, and he's Long Beach, so we're like Compton and Long Beach <laughs> together. Now you in trouble. You know what I mean? So we always just you know it's cool though, and 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 I'm glad. Like I'm happy where I'm at in this situation. You know, I I have a a, a dope ass dude that supports me and yeah. that knows the culture too, and he loves hip hop just as much as I do. Yeah. And he comes from this era too, so he's just like, well, I'm a little older than him, guys, but it's okay. <laughs> It's nothing wrong with yeah. that. Like, you can show him some yeah. things. You can show him. I just said, we, okay. we teach each other. Yeah. But no, he's I mean? appreciative. And, and so that's why going back to Snoop Dogg, like I've seen Snoop Dogg put people on. I've seen Snoop Dogg show love. Snoop Dogg has shown love into my house. And, and the fact you know that when he was at, you know, the Pomona Steelers, man, when he was putting on for his football league, yes. I don't know if he still has it, but yes. he had the Snoop Doggy Dog League. And I, it was a treat for us because when we did, when I was doing radio, I mean, he would he would, he would would host it. They'd have opening day. Mm-hmm. And we'd come out there, man, Pomona, he did it right in the IE. Yeah. So, no, yeah. he's he, he's he's so dope and uh his wife is too and they're yeah. just like and uh they just work so well together and I just love it and and I just feel like I he didn't saturate his brand. I feel like he was smart and he's creating generational wealth cuz he's got these kids and he's got these grandkids yep. and he you know he wants he's Snoop Dogg wants to leave his family something but you when you're Snoop you leave your family something great. Yep. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's yep. what he is. And there's greatness. a reason that says a lot. There's a reason why he's he's here today where yeah. he's at. So whoever said There's a reason why he was at the Super Bowl performing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they was like, "Oh, his price is changing now. He got Super Bowl prices." <laughs> we got CC the Mamacita up in here, man. We want to take some calls right now. Can we do that? Let's drop Let's the number on him, Danny. Um, we got some time left. You want to call up, holler at her, let her know what's going on. Uh, now we're in this new time shift right here on K Day, three to seven. You was doing mornings. I gotta ask you because I know from doing mornings and you know and afternoons, which was my favorite. Which is your favorite? Afternoons. Afternoons. Yeah. Why is that? I because I, I get know to that wake up a little later. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, I'm telling you, I, I did like mornings for 15 years. I'm like, I woke yes. up at four, four thirty. Yeah, like just going. I mean, in Damn, Vegas, I did nights, right. but I was like, I wasn't continuous in mornings, but it was like morning show for a couple years here, then going to middays, then going to morning show. So it was, and then like the last maybe. Nine years, ten years has been morning show. Yeah, so yeah. I've been waking up every day so early, and now I'm like, man. What are your listeners? What are your you know? Every, our listeners live by clock yeah. in the mornings. What are they saying now? I know they miss you. They in the do. Mornings. They miss me, and I miss Romeo. Yeah, you know, like shout that out was, to Romeo. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that I was, was thinking the but yeah. Yeah, man. no, I miss Romeo. Like honestly, like just the vibe me and him have. Our chemistry was freaking undeniable. <laughs> but um, no, they miss me in the mornings. But I'm like, yo, you could catch me on your way back from work. Let's go. Right, like, right, right. That, yeah. yeah, it's all love. So, but people are happy because they see me happy. So they're like, "See, we miss you, but we know you're happy that you have your, you know, show in the afternoons." And I just never bet that I would do afternoons. Like, I just never thought I would do afternoons. I just yeah. thought morning show, morning show. Right, right, right. So when it was presented to me, I'm like, "Yeah, let's but you, go." But you did middays at, in, in, at Wow, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Wild yeah, I did middays there, but I just never did the afternoon shift. I don't see the uh, your energy is is to me in in radio. I think middays. Maybe I'm calling call crazy. I don't know. Maybe I got radio heads right here. But <laughs> to me, it's like middays is more mellow. Yeah. I don't see that. No, I, I was too hyped for the middays. Yeah. I was like, let's go. Okay, thank you. Let's I was go. Wondering, Yo, yeah. one time I was on Wild and I remember, uh, who was it? I think my program director at the time was Mikey Fuentes. And I remember I just did a club. <laughs> I know and about I was, that guy. <laughs> and I was so like hyped up from the club the night before. And he came in. I said, hold on, I'm going to do this break. And he's like, all right, but I'm still hyped from the club, right? <laughs> And I, I did a live break, and I was like, wow, 96.1, nonstop hip-hop and R&B, we in this motherfucker. And I was like, oh. and I got off. 
And I looked at him, and he just said, if we don't get a call in three days, you're okay. <laughs> but if we get a call in three days, you have a problem. And I was like, oh, my God. So for three days, I was walking on oh eggshells. And I was like, oh, my God, I hope nobody snitched on me. But, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, I've, I've had moments, too, where I've made some mistakes on the radio. Were you good? Were you good I was good, yeah. Uh, every day I was like, hey, did you get a call? He's like, nah, yeah, you have two more days left, though. And I was like, oh, my God, Dang. I can't believe it. He was like, see, if nobody says anything, let's let this go. I was like, okay. Yes, yeah. let's. <laughs> I just was super hyped. But, yeah, my and it's funny because people are like, you do the mornings and you're hyped. Do you do you drink uh, energy drinks? I've never tasted an energy drink in my entire life. You lie. That's a natural high. What about, coffee? High. What about coffee? coffee? Yeah, coffee. I love okay. coffee. Capacito. Yeah. I'm coffee. Yeah, but how many coffees do you have a day? Um, two. Well, now probably. It's no, changed. no. Well, I get up early because I take care of my mom. Uh -huh. But I do have one cup of coffee. But before I would have two. I would do one as I'm getting ready, and then I'll bring one here to get yeah. me throughout. But that was it. But yeah, I don't know what it's like. I don't even know what an energy drink tastes like. Yeah, man, I I was on those for a minute. Don't get me wrong, I had the best shifts, but the come, <laughs> but the come down those. That's like, why it made me nervous because oh, people are like, I'm yeah, crashing. Yeah, yeah, worse than coffee. But it's caffeine and it's got other shit in there as well. But I'm, I remember you're, you're telling that story right now about being somewhere else with Mikey. Foot is I remember when I used to do uh it's the club DVA for Kiss FM man. yeah and that was my first like on air for four hours from a club and I remember listening to the air checks from like because I'd be on like at nine o'clock before the, the club would start yeah I'm all sober you know yeah. what I'm saying? what's going on guys yeah. yo check me out Kiss <laughs> FM and then by midnight one o'clock yo what's up? I'm like this is horrible man what, what am I listening to right now yeah you, you ever had that? Because you, you don't drink, do you? I don't drink, believe it or not. I don't drink. So, yeah. But yeah. you used to turn up, though, didn't I you? I did turn up. When I was younger, when I first started radio, I turn, I was turning up a yeah. lot. Um, at Wild, I turned up a lot. But then when I ended up going to Vegas, it was just me. So I didn't, like, here, I'm from Southern Cali. Like, I have family, I have friends. Yeah. There I was by myself. So I I was nervous drinking. Like, I, I don't know you don't anybody. trust nobody. Yeah. yeah so I, I, I literally completely stopped, and I, I don't drink at all. Yeah. Um... I do get lit a little bit sometimes here and there, y'all know, uh, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> grown, she grown, she I'm grown. Tomorrow's I'm National grown. Weed Day, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Just throw it out there. We're gonna do that grenade we did with Criminal. Oh, oh man! Hell, man. Yeah. That's just fire, dude, man. Wait, is that the napalm uh, yeah. grenade? Yes. Oh my god! Shout out to Exhibit. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, Exhibit. That's a real one too, right there. But no, no, I don't drink. Um, I do remember one time I came back from. Do you remember it was a club out in Rialto? Oh my god. Um, not Euphoria. Was it Euphoria? Hall of Fame. Remember Hall of Fame? Oh no, no, it sounds familiar. Yeah, but. there was a Hall of Fame. I think it was in Rialto, and I remember I got faded there. And Big D, who was the radio personality at the time, I had to come in and do the morning shift. He was doing overnights, and I came in. And I was lit, and the street teamers had to carry me in. And Big D, may he rest in peace, is like what up, six, Big D? Yes. six five or something. And Yo, CC, what's yes, up, CC? Exactly, and got me and lifted me up and put it in auto. And he said, "You're good." And I said, "Okay." And I knocked down I woke up three hours later and I was like oh my god let me check the commercial log like it was crazy and I was so like, there was like no breaks like that whole time obviously <laughs> it was done it was and it was, on a, it was on a Saturday nobody was listening anyway so I was good nice. but still like I was yeah that was a moment where I was like man thank god for Big D he got me and he sat me there because I was lit and yeah. I had gotten lit and I remember this is funny we um, were at the Hall of Fame and it was all of us at Wild 96 and I want to say no Ayala and Mr. Swift were hosting that club so we would go down there and a lot of people from the radio station would go and support. And I remember Five Cent was there. 
And he rest was like, "Rest in peace, five. Yeah, rest yeah. in peace, five cent. And uh, he looked around. He's like, "Damn, y'all are like a gang." <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, "Bro, we're just trying to have a good time. That's it." Yeah, you would he, come back and tell me share some of those stories, yeah, man. He would. I mean, y'all was family, though, man. We was. He would. Man, he would love to get lit at the yeah. at the Hall of Fame. Oh, five was. Yeah, five was everywhere. Yeah, he, it he was cool. He was a cool ass dude. Rest in peace. Damn, that was his thing. I want to touch upon really quick because uh, I know where he started at with us over there at. KGGI, Art LeBeau. Mm. You know, what was your relationship like with, with late great uh, oh, Art man. LeBeau, man? Art LeBeau was just a fact that we got to have Art LeBeau on the show on K-Day. It's just so amazing. So when they had, do you remember when they um, turned off, uh, what was it, Hot 92 Jams, and they kept it, like I think they were bringing back the real. Art didn't have a spot. And I remember AD, this is how he's the mastermind, was like, L.A. loves Art LeBeau. We can't go wrong with that. And so K-Day snatched him. <laughs> and he, he had been on K-Day ever since. But when I met him, it was crazy because, like, he walked in and I was like, oh, my God, I love you. Like, I used to listen to you with my daddy. Like, this is crazy. And he was so cool. And I was talking to him, talking to him, talking to him because I'm just like a little firecracker. Oh, my God, I love you. You're just the best and this and that. And he's smiling. And then he said, can you speak up? he said i can't hear you and then he and i was like you can't he said no sweetie he said years of wearing the headphones had got my hearing you know had you know messed with his hearing and i was like oh man but he was just so humble like i can't explain it this man is like there's i don't think there's anybody else in radio that's a legend like art lebow because i don't know anybody else that's been on radio for over 80 years 80 years (laughs) yep 80 years. I mean, I'm sitting here talking about 19. This man had 80 years on the radio. So Mm. the fact that he was there, but he was always so humble. And his own empire. Yes, his own empire. And but never acted like it. Nope. And never acted like it. He'd walk in and just act like a like a humble guy just saying hi. It was just so cool. So he started out when in like I said, KGGI, like 91. Mm -hmm. I remember vividly. He would show up, come from his uh, Hollywood, North Hollywood. Uh, studios, and he would do it live on 991. He would pull up in his white limousine with them old school limo- Damn. black limousine. He was the bomb. And, and yeah. It's funny because, remember, yeah, he'd remember Cece. She was like one of our, she was our Cece. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Cece. Um, she was a promotions director. And I'll never forget what he said to her. He's like, hey, you ever been uh, in a limousine with a millionaire before or something <laughs> like that? Like he would always, Art was Damn. always about the girls, dude. Yeah. Like, still don't get mad. He didn't care. Yeah. He had money, you know, he had fame. He was just still in it. And Cece was just like, fell out. Like, dude, you're yeah. about to be my dad. Yeah. But it was just one of those memories. But he was such the coolest cat. And he was sharp. He was sharp. You know, maybe up until, you know, even up until his last, you know, couple of years, you know. Yeah, they had a, uh, I remember um, he would roll around with his nurse, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, to his shows, whatever. And they would walk. And that's where I knew it started to get really serious, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. But, I mean, the man, he was he was sharp for the most part. And, and, and I can't thank him enough for playing our song every Sunday. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. listen, he, he really, um, I felt like he represented our culture. And, uh, you know, it was co- it was cool because when he would do his shows, actually, uh, Romeo would go and be on stage and he had a really close relationship with Art LeBeau. And then, you know, now listening to the show and listening to, you know, Becky Lou and she's on there, you know, shout out to Becky Lou. You know, I, I as soon as I met her, I hugged her. And as just from one woman to another woman in radio, I just embraced and was like, yeah. take it, girl, and run with it. Like, that's, that's got to yeah. be a lot of weight on her shoulders that's a, as well. Yeah, it has to be. But she handles it with such grace, yeah, you know? Yeah, So, and, But that uh, would be anybody, though, who, right. who comes after. Like, how you, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't want to, you know, to be that dude. Right. Like, uh. Yeah, that's that's a, 
it's tough shoes to follow. You yeah. know what I mean? But she's <laughs> doing, years. yeah, she, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but she's doing it, and and I yeah. love it, and and I still listen to the Art Lebo, you know, connection, and um, just even the other day when I went to go pick my mom up, um, my sister had her for the weekend, and we were driving down, and we were listening to Art Lebo together, and wow. it's cool because those are, you know, my mom loves that music. Sure, and, yeah. Sure. So I just remember cruising, and you know, down Long Beach Boulevard, and my dad's Regal. You know, he had a lowrider and bumping. You know, Art Lebo. It's just what it was. Yeah. Shout out to legends like that, Arla Bo, man. Huggy Boy, too, as well, yes. man. Like, I, I used to get them confused. Don't come for me, but they, they kind of sounded similar, you know. They had that radio voice. Yeah. yeah. Even Art would still have that radio voice, like, hey, how are you doing, CZ? Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, my God. Like, it's real. It's real, yeah. Silver tongue. Exactly. <laughs> this is going out to CC out there in Long Beach. Yeah. Out there in the blows, hallway. Blows you a the big, fat effects. kiss. Remember yeah, the kisses? Yes. Yeah. He still does it. It's, it's still Danny, on the don't show. look at me like that when this, your kids are done. This one goes out to Stephanie from the city of Rialto. Oh. You know, what, you know what's crazy, yo? I'll tell you something, story. Yeah. That I don't know if you ever heard this. You know what I'm going to say. Art, like they used to tell me the homies in the hood would be like, hey, homie, hey, you know, Art, man, he flies kites, dog. You don't even know that on air. I go, what do you mean? He goes, fool, listen to him next time. And that's so why I was like, I was tuning in one day. This was years back. And then I heard him do a dedication. He goes, this one's going out to Little Dreamer out in the IE from Stomper in L.A. 18 with a bullet. <laughs> dedication is you're going down. Oh, innocent. Didn't oh, even my know. God. Like, you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because in the Pinta, yeah. you know, you, you listen That's to our too. Yes. And out here as well. Exactly. So I just thought it was so funny, man, when I heard that story. Like, Art was just throwing guys, like, left and right No, you there. know what's so funny is I heard that, too, from other people, too. And they're like, yo, they be throwing subliminals, like, yes, on the Art yes. And I'm like, what? Because yeah. he's in, like, what, 40 markets or something like yeah. that, man. He reading the dedications. He's not worried. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Little Easter eggs in the Art LeBeau show. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Little gems. Shout outs to uh, uh, Art LeBeau once again. Rest in peace, man. Um, I thought I, I think he had his, well, aren't they doing a reunion show, I think, coming up soon? They uh, do have a cruise Devo coming up, too. Do they really? Yeah, the okay. Art LeBeau uh, cruise, they have it coming up. I have the okay. I have the details over there behind me. I have to look at it. <laughs> but they have yeah. a cruise that they do, and it's actually kind of cool, and it's a three-day cruise that they do every year. And all the people that you would hear on the show, they uh, you know, some of them come perform on the cruise. Wait a minute. It's that not the one? single of the mile one, is it? That's mm -hmm. the one we're on. But well, I don't think it's so, the Art LeBeau so earlier I was listening to the to K-Day. Oh, heard, well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I heard Romeo's commercial about, it, I don't know, it was a cruise for next year. but Yeah, it is. For 2024. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we on that one. 2.0? You're on the 2.0 yeah, yeah, cruise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This year, too. We're promoting you, bro. Bro, yeah. we've been promoting you. Well, we'll do some drops. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, we need that gas money. Though, we need that gas and the Tanka movie, man, for sure. The B-Dub money. The okay. B-Dub movie. And if I can say, though, on this year, though, the single the Mile show that we're doing, the Arla Bowl one on the cruise, uh, DWTX and I, we had a reality shows, but ended up being the documentary before his you know his, his passing. passing so we turned that in and in six years we're gonna actually air this on the cruise for the what? very first time Sick. for 350 people that get to come and and witness the lighter shade of brown documentary that we've been talking about that's been in the bag for that long oh my god so, can i get this air check really quick for yeah. me yeah, okay yeah. thank you i need to play it back on the radio for real. <laughs> yeah shout yeah. out to lou lou pizarro man he you know he's putting the whole thing together with arts people and yeah so i was like man yes let's do it that's this dope. needs to be seen lighter shade of reality man so i love that, that. Yeah. are you gonna are you gonna do that because i think like like, I know that you and your family have your show. Yeah, the RVG. We did, yeah. Okay, you did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, are you? would you ever do reality like that? 
Um, yeah, sure. I don't know. My wife would be into it anymore. I mean, she's kind of like, you know, she kind of phased out. I got her own little thing going on. But yeah. I mean, I was always down for it. Because we're, be cool. we're, you know, it's like people, come on, man. Don't act like your shit don't stink. We mm-hmm. all fucking bleed. We, you know, we all eat, you know, beans and rice. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, and we, we, you know, we all shit for all that shit and burp. But um, don't act like you, you, your shit's perfect, you know? And that's what I was like, damn. But you really got to remember, like, if the camera's rolling, it's rolling, you know? Yeah, that's hard. So um, I don't know if it's in the future, because like I said, right now we're at a pause at that. But, yeah. Um, no, I don't, because people have asked me and, and my fiance, like, will we do, will we, what will we do? Like, if we were offered one, like, will we do a reality show? And we both are like, uh, you know. should do it right now is the perfect time because you're about you're about to get married so yeah. it'd be like the Brazilla no Brazilla come out of yeah. CC no 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 yeah the we both are like I'm like oh my god like if they saw us we're we're crazy but we're cool but we're crazy yeah but the yeah. thing with reality shows they chop it up how they want exactly you don't get much say that's no. the only thing no absolutely and then that. I've heard like they just finagle with the like the script. Some of it's yeah. scripted, yeah. And then they like the fighting and stuff. I mean, listen, yeah. I love it too because I'm all for like Baddies West. Shout out to Krishan. Yeah. I'll be watching that. Like, I, I love, I love my my reality she shows. She pregnant but- with no more blue yes. face. She's pregnant. No, but where's Blueface? Is that they, the they, they're place? together. They broke up, but they back together. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right. I give you the tea because I follow both of them. Did yeah. Did have the baby or no? Huh? No. Did she already have the baby? No, 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 no. no. She's, she, no, she's like, I don't. Because they just did a little, um, right there at Carnival in downtown Pomona, at Carnival. They showed up, but I didn't see no stomach. Or, yeah, I don't no, know. she has like oh, a little, like okay. a little bump. She it's knew a little bump. Okay. She liked a couple, few she's months, fresh. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and because oh. I think she's tiny, so it's like a little bump. Yeah, yeah, because I, because she's, it's on her Instagram and everything. But I, yeah, I'll be so watching. So they back together. I, then, they huh? back together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Everybody in the station should be laughing at me because they're like, "What's the tea this week?" And I'm like, "Let me tell you." <laughs> I'm sorry to say, but that's Blueface's number one hit right there. If you know what I'm saying, like <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen him, you know, exposed more than anything, you know, from his music. But you know what? I feel like it's their reality show crazy what is it called crazy in love like everybody's watching that right now like it's just what it is season two people can't wait like i'm telling you i don't i'm not promoting it just because like i'm not getting paid to promote it but i watch it and it's crazy like i'm already waiting for season two so aside of the blockout podcast mm, what's your favorite uh, podcast you listen to Besides the Blockout podcast, <laughs> I gotta be honest and say, like, well, you know what I'm saying. Wait, nobody you really to compares to you guys. You know? Nobody compares to you guys. I knew there's a reason why we, you know, came and connected. I, I, nobody to does. You like, know? you know, I don't know anybody that that keeps it real local <laughs> for the culture. I was trying to keep it humble. You know, you know I'm just but. saying, there's no ODM and Crystal on the other podcast, yeah, so that's the right. chemistry <laughs> is not gonna be the same. Yeah. You no, know, yes, I, I love yes. your guys' podcast and I love what you guys Thanks, do, and I love your guys' chemistry too the way you guys work back and forth oh, this, this la blackiana man yeah, I, look I, at, I honestly i i told her and we go back to her radio that's why she's filling every words that are coming out of you be, out of your mouth because about in terms of radio she didn't get her shine mm. and i said you know what fuck that yeah like just as picasso came to you and had that conversation yep. I, I i already know i said dude i know what i'm looking for Come on, man. Just just trust me. Just ride with me. And she's been riding, man, since, you know, for a few months now, dude. And, you know, so, so shout outs to her. And I already know I ain't got to look. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> like, here I'm just like, dude, d- be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Right. Don't be timid. Just, fucking, you know, knock it out. No, so absolutely, I, Crystal. And, and I and I think it's not that you didn't get your shine. It's just that you shine so bright and they didn't want you to outshine them. Yeah! There's a difference. Oh! There's a difference. There is a difference. I've seen it many times. And you know? I think you're hitting the nail on the head. See, yeah. you've been hitting it on the head all night. Yeah. When you see somebody's potential, it'll either encourage you or it'll um, scare you. 
That's you know? dope. So, that's and, so and that's dope. what it was. They, they, thank you. Thank yeah. you for saying that. No, definitely, definitely. And and it happens when it happens, and, and, and it's dope that it happens with organic good people, right? Like, I'd rather have, you'd rather have your shine among family than among anybody else. Absolutely. And that's what it is. Yeah. One, honey. One Take thousand. There you up, go, right? growl. Thank and, you. And, and let's talk about her other, she got an alias too, DJ Creamy Mommy. We could talk about that. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wait, what's Creamy Mommy? <laughs> so when I, I DJ, I go by Creamy Mommy. Oh, okay. I thought it was like like a, a soap lather or something. I was like, give me some, girl. I want to be Creamy Mommy too. Girl, I'm coming out the lip gloss shade. Here we yeah. go. It's some lotion, cart. girl. Creamy Mommy. Yes. See, she, she ain't weirded out by it. Yes. That's what's up. Yeah, so. That's dope, you know, and and you know why I did that too because uh, it got a weird reaction from my from my old PD. He kind of cringed at it, and I said, "Going with that one, yes, That's the one right yeah. there." Oh, the that makes that you makes cringe. cringe. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. You probably don't even own a pair of Jordans, old program director. <laughs> I'm just saying, no, I don't know. I don't even know who you're talking about. <laughs> no shots fired here. <laughs> oh, you know this person. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Too well. You, you, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. But so, that's you know. dope, man. Those are those are dope words. But yeah. that's why I'm feeling everything that you're saying, and I'm so glad that it's coming from you because it's just validation. It's like, yes, you know what. Yeah, no, just continue. Like, I mean, I've had to break through a lot of obstacles, um, but there was women that that, that really opened the door for me, like, uh, you know, Josefa Salinas, may she rest in peace. You know, she took me under her wing. Um, I loved listening to, you know, Nautica Dela Cruz when she was on Power 106 and her tone and the way Mm. she, her inflections and how she was just amazing, you know. So there was different people, too, that that I love, Uh, OG Poetess. You know, so, yeah, there is like, I mean, I, there's amazing women and I just watched them and and, and watched kind of how they moved and, and just moved accordingly. And I think that the biggest thing that I tell people that, you know, what's the one advice that you can give me see? And I think the most powerful advice is learn to read the room and that's it really. You know what Mm. I mean? You got to learn to read the room and, and, and that's what I've done. I've learned to read the room. You know, I go in there, I get my work done and I I leave. That's it. Like it's me and Romeo, we laugh. We we do soft exits. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's what it's what it is. I go in there and I'm like, all right, we we in here. We're gonna do our work and I and I I don't mess with any of the outside noise and I just focus. You know and. I have a goal, you know, I have an empire that I want to build and I, I want to do television and I want to continue to speak and I want to continue to encourage. And I don't know, like, it's just, it's just amazing to me. And I, and I love being in the community more than anything. Like when I sit down and I interview artists, it's dope. But when I sit in front of a little girl and I get to talk to her mm-hmm. and she's just listening and, and she, she needs to be fed that, you know, that's where, this is why I'm on this platform. And I think that's what makes me humble. And that's where I love to be at. Like, I feel so comfortable, you know what I mean? Sitting down with the regular people and just talking. And more than anything, I love to listen. Like mm. I'm probably one of the best listeners for reals. I will keep my mouth shut and just listen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. CC man, the mamacita man. Hey right now. Here. God sent her. Hey, up, you know what my uncle used to say? He says, we don't need nothing but beans, rice, and Jesus Christ. <laughs> wisdom. Theo wisdom right there. Yeah, right there. Let's go. <laughs> if, I, if, if we could just say this and just end it on this note, man. I, I, I see yourself, you know, just doing your own. I mean, you're your own brand. Don't you ever forget that. If Thank I didn't you. learn that, you know, just in the most recent and, and the fact that it's still there. Because people will always try to tear you down. They try to break you. Oh, you're older head now. This and that. I get it all the time. But you yeah, know, but I say everybody has a birthday. Everybody <laughs> has a birthday. Everybody has a birthday. I'm gonna get to the point where I can't remember mine. It's okay. I don't want to remember mine. But but I will so, say this: like you can't stop learning. Nope. 
And I don't care how old you are. And like I goes back, like I was saying, man, if if a, te- if a youngster's gonna teach me, I'm you know willing to teach me some things. I'm a, I'm gonna listen, you know, if it's gonna help me in my environment, as I said, or as KRS once said, and vice versa, you know. What no, I'm you saying? have to, you know. I I love the fact that one, I think this industry and radio keeps us young, um, but I love the fact that. I'll be with some of the girls from Power 106, and I'm like, girl, how you do this? How you, you know what I mean? And and, and, and I'm like, you need to show me how to do this. Right. this. And they show me, and I learn, and they're like, see, I got you. You know, and then when they need to learn something, too, I'm like, listen, let me show you how to how to fade this out. Let me, wow. like, it's, it's a give and take, and it's growth. And they can't be afraid to learn from me, and I can't be afraid to learn t- from them. Mm. You know, it only makes you better. And, you know, one thing that I do want to leave on this podcast is that I just want to, I just want to leave with this, that... I just want to tell everybody to please be good to each other. Like, please be good to each other. You know, have empathy, have compassion. You don't know what people are going through and you don't know the battles that people are dealing with. Everybody sitting here has is, is still going through their own personal battle. We have no, we don't know mm-hmm. nothing about, right? So you just got to keep loving on people and don't be so quick to judge and don't be so quick to criticize. You know, we're so quick to, to speak with the tongue, but we're not quick to listen. And so... Such a cold world right now. Yeah, too, as such we're speaking. a yeah. We're you know we've lost a lot of people, especially in the game lately. And I think that has changed me in a sense where I'm like, you know what? It's all about life, and it's all about having people around us and loving on people and growing and all the negative energy. And if you guys are out there and you're in your focus and you don't know where to turn to, block out the white noise. Block it out. There's not a lot of people that will see your vision. It's not for them to see. Mm. You know because you got a vision. You got a vision, and you'll tell people your vision, and they don't understand it. But their vi- the vision's not theirs that's Mm -hmm. why Mm -hmm. you know you got to create your vision your vision and that's it and then because when I first started radio my family didn't understand my vision you have to understand we're Mexicans from Compton like they were in the in the mode of surviving like they were they were just trying to make it work our parents were trying to make it work right our parents were just trying to make ends meet so they don't understand you know being on you know rapping and being on stage or or, or DJing and or, or you know being behind the scenes you know and and doing what you're doing you know producer you know you this is different and so it's a blessing and they don't understand it but it's okay it's our vision then once it comes to life and once they see it and once you create it then they start supporting you yeah then they see it mm. but they're not against you it's because they love you so much that mm. it comes from fear Mm. And they just want their baby to be safe. They want their baby girl just to have something, their baby boy. So mm. I have to, like, I always try to tell that people that, like, don't be don't be too quick, too quick to criticize anybody. I wasn't supported in the beginning only because they didn't understand it. And then once they understood the radio game and when, uh, once they understood, like, oh, I can actually make money from this, mm-hmm. then my family was supportive. But it wasn't because they didn't love me. It's because they feared for me. All right. You know, so sure. I, I just want to leave on that note because I've had a lot of people in my life recently that just passed away you know um my mom's sick and you guys know that Mm -hmm. um this is why i can't really stay on the podcast that long i do take care of my mom um but with that being said i'm just at a different point in my life where i just want to you know do the best that i can on my platform represent our culture the best that i can shout out to you know all the brown girls out there all the brown boys out there you know doing their thing you know we got this brown girl energy and i and i (laughs) and i love it you know right now it's, it's about it and so 
I just really want to say that. And I want to thank you, ODM, because you don't have to interview me. Like, you're, like, you're a freaking legend, bro. Like, seriously, like, no bullshit aside. Like, you put us on. You put the raza on. You put the gente on. You represented the culture. You weren't afraid of it. What you must have did at that time, being so young, I don't, I couldn't even imagine how much courage it took you at such a young age to represent and carry a whole culture on your back. Mm. So I just want to thank you for that. And I want to thank you. And I want to let you know that there's people like me on the sidelines that you may not hear our voices every day, but we are cheering you on and we are so proud of you. And we're just, we're so thankful to have you, Thank you, you know, and you're just somebody that needs to be protected in our culture and needs to be celebrated. And Crystal, thank you so much for coming because you didn't have to take this interview with me, but you did, you know, and that's just amazing. That tells who you are as a woman. And I just want to cheer you on baby girl and, and be your cheerleader. <laughs> and I'm so proud of you and everything that you're doing. And you have such an amazing energy. Your whole crew does, you know, so yes. much love to, to you guys and much, you know, I, I want to see this like yes. a TV show. Yes, yes. I want to see the Blockout Podcast, Let's a TV go. show. We're coming, you know? baby, 2023. So man. everybody spread spread the word because it takes all of us. It takes a whole village to do this and get behind you guys. So thank you guys so much. I'm so humbled by this. Seriously. No, thank you. Thank you. Cecilia, man, Valencia, we're going to have to follow after that one right there, man. <laughs> she an said honor it best. and a pleasure. Thank you, Thank Cece. you, guys. Yes. That's it, man. Oh, gosh, man. you Man, girl, you... Woo. <laughs> I just like I think Woo. it's like so inspiring too, like just being with you know in front of you, listening to you, and you know doing the whole thing. I've been we started this from the bottom. I was with him when he first started it, and like to look where we're at now. We didn't give up, and like I tell him every day, like dude, like we talk every day now, you know, and, yeah. and like we get closer to each other. Not like that, but like we know we, <laughs> we, we get you know we just build that bond, and same you know everybody is just like you said, it's chill vibe. So it's just like I want to give you the flowers because oh thank you, you know you're holding it down for the females, and and you're representing it the right way. So. Right, no, and and for females, and to be honest with you, Danny boy, for our men too, because like. Man, to be a, to be you know a man of color in this world today, like mm. it must be tough, bro. You know, just getting judged left and right. So I love it, and I do. I give it up for a lot because I have a brown man, and I have a beautiful brown man, and I see the obstacles every single day. So I want to give it up to the men too, man. Seriously, you guys, you guys hold your own. Really That's quick respect. shout outs, man, from the super chat because I know we haven't addressed you guys because the conversation has just been so real today. Uh, shout outs to it's me, Angie V. Says prayer for your mom, CC. Thank you, Angie V. And do you, know, do you know her? Yes, I know oh, NGV. Yes, she's, she's so dope. She's man. solid. Yes, she's just like a diehard supporter. We, we, we no, love yeah, her, she's man. awesome. Uh, Derek uh, Mallory, uh, what's up, Kilo G? Some of our diehards, man, are in, in with us. And you guys, are, you know, the beginning of the journey, you guys have been there. So we thank you guys so much. Uh, with that being said, I know Cece, you got to get going. Got to say what's up to Mama out there. Prayers <laughs> to your Mama for sure. Yes, you know what I mean. Thank and, you. We um, need all the prayers. We. I, I want to invite to the wedding. You know, yes, you gotta year. come. You guys gotta not, come. At least to the bachelor party with me. You know, guap, we get it in. Guap, come I don't on. Know. I was Are y'all like, doing co-ed or what you doing? I don't know. He's like, he said he going out of the country for his bachelor party. <laughs> I said, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. They going to Thailand. He said, he said, TJ, this fool. Damn fool. Oh man, where you putting the Mexicans at, bro? Yeah, come man. on. What? Well, Mexicans this, can't go out. Yeah, we're gonna do Mexicans in Paris. You yeah, know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you guys. No, you coming to the wedding? Definitely. Both okay. you guys are invited. All you guys are invited hey. to the wedding. Let's get yeah. it. Let's get it. Let's get it, man. Cecilia, Mama Cita, man. Hey, check her out every day on K Day right yes. here, 93.5, three to seven p.m. And uh, we bumping this, man. Yeah. And uh, man, I can't. I, I can't say, man. I'm just happy to have you on here. No, I appreciate saying. you. Keep, keep the realness, man. It shows because that's why artists and people fuck with you 100. Man. So, Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. That's all. Love.
On that note, we up out of here. Tell them, tell them, Danny. Uh, yeah, you know, just uh, go ahead and <laughs> follow think, us. Danny, Take us out, and, uh, man. I thought he was doing his voice like, hey, why don't hey. you go ahead hold and follow on, us? Hold on, hold on. And shout yeah. out to and the Blackiana right here, man. I feel the energy yes. in the room right here. Yeah. Welcome back, because she gets requests, so sometimes she's not there. And it's sometimes, been a minute. It's been a minute. But they miss so. her, man, when she's done. And I wanted yeah. to female energy. You have an amazing energy. voice, by the way. Thank you. You wow. have an amazing voice. Hell Seriously. Yeah. Much fucking love. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, cracker. I, thought, I was waiting for Danny Boy's like, hey. You know. All righty, ladies and gentlemen. Once well, again, we sure the fucking Sam's motherfucker to say Sam's. We're doing last call, last call. No. <laughs> Not for a little. Make sure you guys subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. We're on the road to 10K. So, uh, yeah. We're all we're also on all platforms and uh, what else, man? We got shows. Your autism, That's it. yeah. Lighter yeah, Shade of Browns that. this Friday, man. We're playing in Orange County. Uh, the old uh, OG Mikes. Uh, just check it out. We'll post a flyer right here. If not, it'll be uh, you know on the LSOB page as well. And uh, that's it, man. We got to get up out of here. Let's go. go. Thank you, CC. I got you guys. <laughs>